Well, hi there, and welcome back to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. My name is Rob Kaiser, and I am your host. Today is Thursday, October 13th, 2022, and this is episode number 442 of a show where we co-create life together, a show where you join me with my family on our farm and homestead as we grow all around, where we talk about the five W's and how, as we grow the family business here at York Meadow Farm, Two of the ways that we are growing the family business predominantly involve fermented foods and bath and body products. Dad's been handling the fermented foods for quite some time. Mom's been handling the uh, bath and body products. Since June of 2022, I've been working full-time helping Dad scale up the fermented foods operation. And over the winter time when the markets slow a little bit, I hope to be working down in the mad soap laboratory to learn more about that. Uh, I talk about York Meadow Farm because they sponsor the show and you can learn more in the show notes by, or just simply checking out yorkmeadowfarm.com. You can learn more about everything that's going on here with the ferments, with the bath and body products, with our tenant farmer, Cody, and I really need to get on an interview with him so that you guys can learn a little bit more about him and everything that's going on here. And in addition to sponsors, I'd also like to give a shout out to Brian from the Lots Project. I tuned in to his show this morning on Telegram and also subscribed with the farm page to his YouTube channel. And I would encourage you to do the same. I will link to the Lots Project YouTube page in the show notes and go ahead and subscribe to his channel. Let's help him get to a thousand likes. He's a little over 800 right now. And with your help and the help of others who share the show, listen to the show, we can help push him past that benchmark and help him get to a thousand likes. So make a point to get over there and do that. And, uh, you know, make it a part of your routine too. tune in have him in the background. He's always talking about interesting stuff. We were talking a little bit about Bitcoin this morning, just the ease of use and how to get accustomed to it if you're not familiar with it. And he's covering all sorts of different topics in the morning based on the travels and the adventures that he is currently on. So check out the Lots Project. Link will be in the show notes. And the topic of today's show, guys, without any further ado, is dilly beans. Now, I mentioned yesterday that we were going to talk about this and that I was going to share my recipe. So I made sure, <laughs> I made sure to test them yesterday because, well, if, they're, if they didn't turn out right, first and foremost, I've got to make some adjustments to what the hell I'm doing for the harvest dinner coming up on Sunday over at Cody and Elaine's place. Again, I'll link to Cody's Instagram page so you can follow him, learn more about what's going on with Cody as well, show him some love in addition to Brian and the Lots Project, but check out the show notes, show everyone some love. 
learn what's going on here with us and our lives and everyone that's involved in them and um, participate in their lives too, co-create life with them. That's what this is all about. Now, the dilly beans, mm, the dilly beans turned out well. I was a little concerned about their texture. Okay, I've heard some things about the rough stringy texture when it comes to fermenting dilly beans, fermenting green beans. Um, I don't know what variety of green beans these were. These were gifted to me. And I think the texture's okay. I don't think they're too stringy. I think it's pretty much what one would expect from a bean. Now, I started these on August 12th. And that means they have been... I didn't do the math on this. I did the math with my recipe, but let's do some quick math on August 12th. August 12th was a Friday, so we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks, eight, seven, 56, seven, eight, nine, 60. These have been fermenting for approximately two months and they are good. Uh, they turned out well, and I'm going to cut them to fit our little 16 ounce jars and uh, see if I can even custom print some labels for the jars and give them away as gifts. Um, okay, so how did I make these dilly beans? Okay, what I decided to do was simply use our recipe for garlic dill cucumbers, garlic dill pickles. And I modified it slightly. I, I, uh, I modified the spice blend slightly and I added a couple ingredients. So let me tell you what I did. And I want to preface the recipe that I'm going to share with you with the idea that you need not be married to a recipe, okay? Use the ingredients that you have, use the spices that you like, and the only thing that I really want to advise you to be mindful of is the salt content in your brine when you are soaking vegetables like in this manner okay when you make sauerkrauts and other things generally speaking the brine creates itself the salt extracts the water from the cabbage through the process of osmosis, if you will, and the vegetables end up being submerged in their own brine. With beans or cucumbers in the form of pickles, or if you're doing okra or even kimchi for that matter, oftentimes additional brine is required to keep those vegetables 
submerged and it's important that your brine is not too salty. 4%, 4% salt and basically if you've got a gallon of water, a gallon of water is 128 ounces or 3,629 grams. 150 grams gives you a salinity content of 4%. Okay. So I'm just going to give you what I had in terms of the beans final weight. I, I uh, trimmed off the ends of the beans and just soaked them in a two gallon Cambro container. I've talked about these containers in the past. I think they work extremely well. So I'll go ahead and link to them in the show notes. But basically what I did is I had this two gallon Cambro container. I sanitized it and I had my beans chopped. I had 2,039 grams of beans. Okay. And I had 110. Well, here, first of all, let me list the ingredients and then I'll list the quantities afterwards. So my ingredient list was as follows. Green beans of any variety, fresh dill, dill seed, yellow mustard seed, whole black peppercorns, fresh garlic that we're going to slice, red pepper flakes, coriander seed. You're going to need salt for your brine. We, we like to use Redmond salt. I like to use Redmond salt. You can use any kind of salt. And then you're going to need, you know, black tea bags work well. I, we also used bay leaves. And in this recipe, we used grape leaves. Uh, you might still be able to find some wild grape leaves depending on where you are. Here in the Midwest, anything that's still up on the vines has been pretty eaten up by bugs. So we're pretty much beyond the point where we can use grape leaves. Now that's it. So I will list out the quantities that I have. And then you can, again, adjust the ratios based on the quantity of beans that you have based on the quantity of cucumbers that you have. You could replicate this with okra. You could replicate this with a number of different vegetables. Although I think if I did okra, I might change up the spices a little bit. But anyways, we're not talking about okra. We're talking about beans. So I had 2,039 grams of fresh green beans. I had 110 grams of fresh dill basically like a, you know, a few big bunches, a couple big bunches, 34 grams of dill seed, 50 grams of yellow mustard seed, eight grams of whole black peppercorns, 80 grams of sliced garlic, about two grams of red pepper flakes, and somewhere about one or two grams of coriander seed. Okay, so you got your beans in a bowl, you got your spice blend, or just your spices in a container over here, and then over to the side, you've got, say, four or five or six 
black tea bags. We just use simple Newman black tea, Newman organic black tea. Uh, we, I think I put in about, my notes say six bay leaves and grape leaves, but I don't remember how many. And it doesn't really matter. So let's just say a bunch, a handful of them. Now what I did with them and how I used them was I just kind of threw them in there. And the reason we were using grape leaves, you can use all sorts of things. And, and black tea bags, bay leaves, and grape leaves all provide the same effect. We are introducing them into the brine with all of the other ingredients for the tannins that they provide in order to keep the vegetables a little crisp, okay? So this is what you do. You've got your, your, your eight quart or two gallon Cambro container. Um, technically it's eight quarts. I just, I like to call it two gallon cause we've got these other five gallon containers and it's, I'm used to calling containers two gallons from the nursery industry after all these years. But anyway, you've got your two gallon Cambro container and this is what you do. Take a handful of beans, throw them in there you know, throw in a bay leaf, throw in a tea bag, throw in a grape leaf, sprinkle a couple, you know, sprinkle some, uh, what am I talking about? Your spices in there. Repeat, handful of beans, some, oh, the dill, okay? You definitely wanna layer that in there. So handful of beans, handful of dill, spices, tea bag, bay leaf, grape leaf, handful of beans, handful of dill, spices, tea bag, bay leaf, grape leaf, handful of beans, handful of dill. You, okay, so you're kind of layering all this in there. Once you've got everything in there, if you, you know, preferably keep a couple of bay leaves, I'm sorry, grape leaves towards the end so you can kind of layer that on top. Then what we do is we take a small plate set that on top and we use a ball fermentation spring. I'll link to this in the show notes as well because that just gives you enough pressure against the lid to keep all of those vegetables submerged under the brine and because the beans are kind of skinny, the grape leaves keep them from, you know, popping up between the, the little margin between the plate and the container itself. We refer to the plate as the follower, okay? And that is the weight, you know, oftentimes. So you've got a follower and then oftentimes you have a weight on top. The springs serve as the weight. Now with this one in the Cambro containers, when you pop that lid on there, it keeps a good seal. It oftentimes allows whatever gas needs to escape, to escape without letting anything in. The Cambros are nice because more often than not, we ferment in them without the use of airlocks. So that's one thing that you don't even need to mess with. Sometimes we even do that in five gallon containers. The majority of time we do use airlocks in the larger vessels, but for small containers like this, it works just fine. 
If you're doing something in a mason jar with a tighter sealing lid, use caution and uh, you know maybe consider using an airlock or some type of airlock mechanism on that. When you buy the fermentation springs, they do come with a lid that has this it's, it, 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 it is an airlock, but not in a traditional manner. It's just kind of a flap with a silicone gasket. They work really well. So these kits are awesome for countertop fermenting in a mason jar. I'll link to these in the show notes, but that's it, guys. Oh, again, once you've got everything layered in there, pour your brine in. Basically, you've got 150 grams of salt to a gallon of water. That gives you a 4% brine and you want everything submerged. Once you've got that brine in there, make sure the brine exceeds the level of the vegetables, where that plate is, the spring, your follower, your weight, whatever you're using, just keep that stuff submerged under the brine and let it sit. Now we're at a point where Beans are likely out of season, but because of the fact that I am, you know, have tested these and I'm going to share these with everybody, I wanted to share the recipe with you so you can keep this on hand for next year. And then what I'll do is I will revisit this recipe next year when beans are coming on so that we all know what to do with the abundance of beans that we have because this is a great way to preserve them and then share them. I mean, these would keep for, these would keep until Thanksgiving. They would keep until Christmas. And, um, you know, as it begins to cool outside, one thing that you can do, just be mindful, is you can simply set your ferments outside in the dark, keep them out of the sun. You know, that'll just add to the temperatures. But as the temps cool, you can slow down the fermentation process by regulating the temperature and just an idea, okay? But you don't want to overhandle your ferments. Just leave them alone. Leave them alone, let them sit and enjoy. Like I said, these dilly beans have been going for two months now. They could be going much longer and that is the beauty of fermentation. So I'm happy to share it with you. And if you've made dilly beans or if you've made any other ferments, let us know in the telegram chat over at t.me slash allaroundgrowth or comment below in whatever social media you prefer following. I share the show on Facebook. We've got a Facebook group. Share on Twitter. I share on Float. I also share on Gab and Mines, and while I'm not active, overly active on all the social medias, I am most active on Telegram, and I think that is where the most value is in terms of the audience interaction and the quality of interaction that we all have with one another. So check out the Telegram group for more, t.me slash allaroundgrowth. Let us know what you are fermenting. And if you have any questions about anything, let me know there or just simply send me an email at allaroundgrowth at gmail.com. 
that is about it for today's show guys we will be in the kitchen back at it today making oh i think we're gonna make a batch of traditional kraut today we're gonna make a batch of curtido i believe and i think i may be making a batch of lemon dill i might not do all of that today may do the lemon dill tomorrow may do the i don't know i don't know but nevertheless it's time to get to work and uh, with that i hope you have a great day today guys this is rob kaiser and thank you You're an odd